We hear almost daily reports from Afghanistan, mostly from the perspective of Australia's involvement in the war there. Saraya Paksad is a human rights activist from Herat in Afghanistan. In 1998, she founded the Voice of Women organisation and began to teach young girls how to read in secret groups at great risk to herself, as it was right in the midst of the Taliban regime which operates under strict Sharia law, denying women many rights, including education. She's also worked tirelessly since to protect women and girls at risk of domestic and other forms of violence. And Saraya Paksad is in Perth to speak about the continuing plight of women in Afghanistan. She was named one of Time magazine's most influential people for 2009 and has been awarded the Women of Courage Award by the US State Department. Welcome. Thank you so much. Can you tell us about the inception of, of, um, of Voices of Women? It was set up right at the most difficult part of the, of the Taliban regime. What was it like for women at that time? Oh, yeah, that was, that was really the difficult time that we had in our history. Uh, we didn't have the, the right even to walk on the street. We had to accompany by a male relative. We, we were not considered as a, as a human and on that time, we were completely ignored by the international community too. When I became really disappointed from the international community support, I thought we are really the most neglected group in the world. And then I thought we should do some things. And then I start with low capacity, with, with nothing, with, with no financial support of anyone. I start to teach girls in, in home. Uh, I thought that was the tough challenges that we had because the school were closed for girls and there was nothing to do. And I was believed that the future of Afghanistan is dependent to the children of Afghanistan. Then I start teaching them secretly underground, even though I was fully aware of the the risk that I'm taking for what, that, that purpose. What what would the consequences have been? That time the education was announced illegal. The girls' education was announced illegal. No one can be in touch with that. No one can be engaged and involved with that. If they would know about my program, they would definitely put me in jail. Not only me, my husband too. And I didn't know what would happen with my children because I have six children today. That time I had four children and with no one to, to take care of them. I was in a time like swimming against water and it was really a hard job to do that. And we didn't have any protection mechanism, too, because we didn't know if they come into the school, what will happen. The only um, way that we thought it will protect us was that we built, uh, we used to build traditional oven, fire oven in each house and teach the girls and, and uh, students and, and uh, teachers as well that if Taliban come in to, do, to the school, put all education material on that uh, oven and just burn them. Do not leave any document to prove that you are engaged with the education program. That was the only basic mechanism that we had to, to save our lives, which has happened. Two of our schools, the Taliban enter, and teachers and students did a good job. They, they burn all uh, books and, and related uh, material for education. They did not prove, but we had to immediately move from that house. We have to go to another house to do not show that this, because we thought they will be suspected and they will watching girls coming to the school and the teachers. So we had to move very quick from one house to the other house. We had to change the time of the class that children are coming. Even the children were not allowed to share 
the story or the, the reality that they are coming to school to their other friends or someone because we are afraid that this, the message will spread out and then we will be in trouble. And you had, in your, in your own experience, you had quite uh, harsh examples of, of, of what could happen. I was the witness of uh, seeing... Uh, one of my headmaster was assassinated in front of my eyes and the eyes of, of thousand students just getting out from the school. And then we saw she's assassinated um, back to when I was 12 years old in the time, this, the, the second year of um, uh, Russian invasion in Afghanistan. She was killed by the anti-government elements, the people who were fighting against Soviet Union. Um, invasion in Afghanistan because she was refused to wear a scarf. She was from very, um, you know, high class um, citizen in the city and she was very uh, open minded and educated. She refused. And then two of my teachers were killed in front of my eyes and I had a really difficult times. And then Taliban came back to the country. I thought, why we should deny it from our rights? Why we should always be the subject and the victim of the war in, in, in that country? And then I thought, we shouldn't. We should do some things. If we are staying, if we are waiting, uh, nothing will happen. So, do it. Whatever you can do, start with small things. Good things always happening by, by starting um, in, in, with the small things. So I started that activities, but never I had that that uh, vision or that that the sense that one day West of women internationally will be recognized. Today, I'm very lucky that starting teaching 25 girls in my home in, in the first uh, class, and then I made two shifts, then I had 300 girls in 10 uh, home school or home-based school or underground school in the difficult time of Taliban. And today we have the first West of Women International Office in Australia. I see a great achievement and that is a sign of hope. But still, I remember that was a really difficult time for my life. And now sometimes I'm afraid and I'm scared how brave I was on that time to stand against the, the suppressive regime, which they easily could kill the people and hang them on the street. And there was no observation. There was no one to stop them from that that uh, virtual act. For you, you felt so strongly that uh, just the small empowerment of teaching young girls to read was such an important step. For sure, uh, because I believe um, if we really wants to shape the country to the development um, ways, if really wants to have a peaceful environment, uh, it is anticipated that um, you know education. Is, is the key element. And you've obviously haven't had to operate in secret since uh, 2001 when the Taliban were overthrown, but it's still been quite difficult for women in Afghanistan. How, how has it changed? Um, we, we achieved a lot. We progressed a lot. And I'm glad that that progress happened by the, by the support of international community. It never happened if the international community did not support us. I'm deeply brokenhearted for for Australian parents who are losing their children in Afghanistan. That is really painful. I acknowledge the pain. I am a mother of six children and I know how it is painful and, and hard to send a child in a country where you don't have responsibility to send. You don't have any, any uh, you don't know anything about that country. But I know the, the, the value of the mission they went 
they fight for peace they fight for um to provide democracy and provide um you know human rights and women's rights on on, on Afghanistan and i believe their name will be part of the history they will they, their name will will be part of the history of Afghanistan and and Australia the way that they they lost their life I would like Australian government and especially people of Australia to support their government to continue their support in Afghanistan in the way of helping has uh, has a peacekeepers as as a part of peace mission in Afghanistan and turn the money from military operations to the development economical development to the social development because we don't need only security um, by 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 through fighting we need social security as well the social security could be maintained through development through education through long term infrastructure through uh, provide health services today people of afghanistan are in a huge range of need to to receive support in in many area we're talking to saraya paksad she's in perth to speak about the continuing plight of women in afghanistan she's a human rights activist and formed the voices of women organization have you felt concern for your own safety how how do you how do you live that is the really hard things for me to to think about my security because i don't have any security guard and i receive usually i receive death threats by calling me by disturbing my life telling me that they will kill my son they will kidnap my son they will stop my uh, work and activities and they are really watching me out they know where i am going whom i am meeting what is our work one day one of the extremists when when a known person called me and he told me all the information of one day that i went from my home to the office the time the color of the car i was in the the street i was cross and and the time that i got to my, my office and it gave me a message that they are in the city they are could be my neighbor they they could be uh, you know very close people on, on on the city they are not only taliban coming from uh, outside of afghanistan in terms of my life i received death threats on 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 regular basis but when i had really really serious call death threats call i went to the government of afghanistan and asked them for one security guard but they did not help me with that they said we don't have enough soldiers to to provide you with a bodyguard you should take care of yourself and some of them advised me please don't touch with very sensitive project shelter we ran two shelters provide safe house for women and he advised me one of them advised me Oh, close down the shelters and close down or don't be in touch with some of activities that extremists doesn't like it they don't like it so means that there is no protection at all and i don't know what happened believe me it's happened several times i have written my my will to my children what they should do when when i uh, when i'm not there it is the daily life that i don't know what will happen tonight i will go safe home or not Why do you why do you keep going? I believe someone should be in front line. If if today we ignore women in the country, tomorrow the children of tomorrow will suffer the same I I suffer today. And I believe this, the the freedom that you have in your country was the impact of the hard work of someone they they put, they put their blood so it on 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 the path of human rights and women's rights. Today you are enjoying that. So I choose to walk in this path. I choose to be victim of women's rights but at least the next generation should have a freedom should be free of discrimination violence and 
forever. She is such an incredible woman, Soraya Paksad, on Afternoons. You can find out more about her and her work at voiceofwomen.org.au. And she is speaking, she has two speaking engagements in Perth tonight at Curtin University at the Bankwest Lecture Theatre in Kent Street in Bentley and tomorrow night at the Edmund Rice Centre, 24 High Street in Fremantle.